what are you an intellectual or an intelligent person this question you should ask yourself because the answer that you get is what going to decide the future course of your life intellectuality and intelligence are two different subjects these two are polarities that never can be on the same plane so either you are intellectual or either you are an intelligent person intellectuality is of your mind your brain intelligence is of your heart rahu makes you more and more intellectual and that is one reason why rahu exhales in intellectual sign of gemini and also does well in intellectual sign of libra if you talk about ketu then ketu is the energy that helps you to drop the mind ketu is the energy that helps you to move beyond the mind and that is the reason why ketu is an integral part of an horoscope when it comes to intelligence an intelligent man always has his ketu in a prominent position you can say he is ketuish because unless ketu energy is powerful the mind and the brain and the intellectualism cannot be dropped so you need someone like diogenes you need someone like peter the fisherman or in the indian context if i have to say then you need someone like arjuna because all of these great men they simply jumped into the unknown they simply followed the word of the master and you will be able to follow the word of the master only when you are able to move beyond the mind when you are able to drop all your intellectuality all your learning all your scholarships and that is why in this human world we have rahuish people in majority because it is not so easy to drop all of this because right from the beginning you are being taught in the school and in the college that you need to learn more and more and more you need to gather the knowledge of the whole world and then a day comes when you realize the truth that it is only when you unlearn 
that you can find the divine and so it is not easy for everybody you see so we have to accept the fact that most of them are intellectual beings and there are very few intelligent men and women and the most interesting part is this that these intelligent men and women are often condemned in the beginning they are often opposed by the society because what they say cannot be realized by those who are still trapped in their mind and in their logics and in their intellectualism intellectuality makes it difficult and difficult you will never be able to find the way if you are a philosopher or an intellectual you can only find the way if you are simply following the voice of your heart if you are simply turning inwards bhagwan raman maharishi says self knowledge is an easy thing it is already there it has always been there just a look a turning inwards and you are no more a beggar and you have attained emperorhood and you are enthroned and you are crowned and you are a king just a look within and your life starts changing for good and that is what the sufis say one who is fed up with philosophies and has started searching for the real thing one who is not satisfied with the synthetic food but in search and is searching for the real nourishment is a sufi sufism in its widest definition is not a religion but a way of life spirituality has nothing to do with religion always remember this in fact whenever i meet a very religious man i am very cautious because he will not understand a single word that i will speak spiritualism and religious people these are two ends that can never meet you are either a religious man or you are either a spiritual man you are either a rahuish or you are either a ketuish you are either an intellectual person or you are an intelligent person so you see you have to see you have to see only then you will realize religion limits you spirituality sets you free in that sense every spiritual master is a sufi rabia of basra was one such great sufi saint she was born between 714 to 718 ce in the town of basra that is almost before jesus christ you can see she is therefore known as rabia of basra and in some parts of the world 
शी इज़ ऑल्सो नोन एज हज़रत बीबी राबिया बसरी और सिंपली राबिया बसरा शी इज़ वन ऑफ द ग्रेटेस्ट सूफी मिस्टिक्स एंड पोइट्स शी वॉज द फोर्थ डॉटर ऑफ अर फैमिली एंड देर फॉर नेम्ड राबिया मीन्स फोर्थ वेन राबिया वॉज बॉर्न हर पेरेंट्स वर सो पुअर दैट देर वॉज नो ऑइल इन द हाउस टू लाइट अ लैम्प नॉर इवन अ क्लोथ टू रैप हर विथ हर मदर आस्ट हर हजबंड टू बॉरो सम ऑइल फ्रॉम अ नेबर बट ही हैड रिजॉल्व इन हिज लाइफ नेवर टू आस्क फॉर एनी थिंग फ्रॉम एनी वन एक्सेप्ट गॉड ही प्रिटेंडेड टू गो टू द नेबर स्टोर एंड रिटर्न होम एम्प्टी हैंडेड एंड एट दैट नाइट द प्रॉफिट अपियर टू हिम इन अ ड्रीम एंड टोल्ड हिम Your newly born daughter is a favorite of the Lord and shall lead many people to the right path. You should approach the Amir of Basra and present him with a letter in which should be written the message and the message should be this. You offer durood to the holy prophet 100 times every night. and 400 times every thursday night however since you failed to observe the rule last thursday as a penalty you must pay the bearer 400 dinars when the amir that is the chief of town read the letter his eyes were filled with tears he started crying because it was only the prophet who knew about his offerings he knelt down and prayed and then with much love and faith he offered rabia's father 400 dinars when someone as divine as rabia takes birth how can she let her family suffer from poverty through her divine intervention her family received 400 dinars birth of each rainbow begins with millions of tiny rain drop droplets likewise with rabia's birth prosperity was showered upon her family after many years when her father died she parted with her sisters and went into the desert to pray and later she became a great sufi saint she rose to such an enlightened stage that she is often called the queen of saintly women The stories of her miracles reached across the towns and villages of Iraq and many neighboring countries. Kings and queens would come to seek her blessings. People would seek her divine intervention. Rabia became one of the greatest Sufi saints of her time. She was known for her complete devotion for her pure love of God. her poems touched millions of hearts one such beautiful poem of hers helps us to understand the depth of her spiritual enlightenment she writes if i worship you o lord if i worship you because of fear of hell then burn me in hell if i worship you because i desire paradise then exclude me from paradise but if i worship you for yourself alone 
then deny me not your eternal beauty how deep is this poem it simply would touch your heart if you could feel the depth of the poem rabia through the poem beautifully depicts the very source of pure love love for the lord is not something that should come out of fear or for any rewards but simply out of selflessness through this gem of a poem sufi saint rabia of basra prays to the lord that she should be accepted in his kingdom only if her prayers are selfless only if her prayers are not seeking any rewards or only if her prayers are not out of fear how to express the depth of this poem it is beyond the power of words there are some things that the mind can never explain your heart knows things that your mind can't explain the whole town of basra was blessed by the presence of sufi saint rabia in this town lived a young man and his name was hasan hasan was devoted to god every day he would sit in the mosque and pray he would say god please open the door i have been waiting for long please open the door how many tests you want me to go through is it not enough open the door i am weeping i am crying don't test me so much that i die at your closed door please show mercy god please open the door that was his prayer and every day he would pray in the same way he would say god please open the door please accept me in your kingdom please open the door one evening he was praying on the street engrossed in his daily prayers and rabia heard him praying he was saying the same thing again and again god please open the door how many tests you want me to go through in this life isn't it enough god please open the door rabia laughed out loudly and she hit him softly on his head and said what nonsense are you talking about the door is open but you are so much engrossed in your nonsense that you couldn't see that the door is open it has always been open what a beautiful message and so true the reason you don't see the door open is that you are so much engrossed in the i that your miseries are entangled around the i the moment you drop the i the open door would be visible rabia could see the open door because her prayer was simple she says i don't want any rewards i don't pray due to my fears i simply pray to you god out of love i don't want anything but your eternal love i want to become one with you dissolve myself totally in your divine light when i is dissolved the open door is visible the universe is open it is you who have blocked yourself by entrapping yourself in the i else the universe the door has always been open
Swami Bio Beyond Ananda. He was a, a, a meditative being. He says, "If you are looking to find the key to the universe, I have some bad news and some good news. The bad news is there is no key to the universe. The good news is it is not locked." so you should understand that everything is an open secret life is an open secret this whole universe is an open secret all you need is eyes to see but how will you be able to see and the answer is when your mind will become still the mind is constantly wandering now it is here the next second it will be somewhere else the mind is like a monkey it is never still hasan loved god he was a faithful devotee he never missed his prayers but what he missed was to realize the truth that unless and until he controls and overcomes his mind unless he makes his mind still he cannot see the open door but how can he still the mind he can still the mind only when he has surrendered in totality the moment he dissolves the i he would be able to still the mind then the mind would become his slave and then there is a song to it then there is every possibility to go inward and explore the open universe and its indefinite treasures the key is in surrendering because it is only when you surrender yourself to god that all your ego is dissolved and then you are able to see through yourself then you are able to meditate in the real sense nothing is powerful than a surrendered life in the hands of god and always remember real meditation happens only through total surrender and that is why all religions all religions simply encourage you to surrender to god and you will be able to live in total surrender to god only when you are no more clinging to things no more attached but detached detachment enables you to still the mind detachment is not that you should own nothing but nothing should own you in my last podcast i had mentioned about purifying the mind and today I want to specifically mention a quote of Swami Vivekananda in which he says whose meditation is real and effective who can really surrender to the will of god asks swami vivekananda and then he himself answers only the person whose mind has been purified by selfless work so you see 
you see we we were talking about ego dropping the ego because only then you will be able to serve selflessly and the more selfless you become the more it becomes easier for you to purify the mind but the problem with hasan is this that hasan is obsessed with his mind you see and so all the troubles and miseries of life are of the mind if you become the mind you are going to feel the heat you are going to suffer someone asked why life is more of miseries and less of happiness and the answer is it is your mind that has separated the outside world from the inside world and put them in opposition this creates fear and hatred and all the miseries of living you have to get out of your head and get inside your heart it is only through the heart that you can overcome the mind body difference and experience oneness as long as the mind is in play you can never experience oneness you will always remain in the state of duality that is dwait dwait is duality duality means you think that you are different from the other person and non duality or oneness means now you realize that there is no other once it happened somebody asked bhagwan ramar maharishi how would you treat others and the bhagwan answered there are no others a yogi lives in a non duality state so for a yogi there is no other everything is one but for those who are still to reach to the stage of yogi they believe that they are different from the others always remember there is only one of the two that can reside in our hearts god or ego if god is in ego is out and then there is a song to it then there is every possibility for you to experience happiness joy and peace in your life beyond the reams of logic is a wonderful world that can bring bundle of joy in your life it is not on the outside but very much within you all you need is to turn inwards inwardness is your nature move back to your nature and you will be showered with abundance of joy and happiness before going anywhere else you should go inwards into your own being 
and that is not what people want to do you see and this whole world is filled up with majority of shallow people who don't want to do anything on their own they want shortcuts they want to go to someone else and that is why we have more masihas because it it is this people who make them masihas because they don't want to do anything on their own so they go to this people and this is how the vicious cycle is born always remember a seeker is someone who can experience god who can find god a believer cannot find god because a believer doesn't want to do anything on his own a believer just wants to believe a seeker wants to experience everything on his own through his own efforts through his own initiatives once it happened a man came and asked buddha is there god buddha said no there is no god then on the same day in the afternoon another man came he asked the same question is there god buddha said yes there is god in the evening a third person came and he said there are people who believe in god and there are people who don't believe in god but i want to know whether there is god so show me a way through which i myself can seek god can experience god and to this the buddha did not answer in words he simply sat down and went into meditation the man thought that that must be the answer so he too sat down and he started meditating and after 15 minutes the man opened his eyes he went to buddha touched the feet of the master and said you have given me the real answer how compassionate you are and i will be thankful to you for my whole life and then he leaves happily and the moment he leaves the moment he goes back ananda comes and asks buddha that what is this i don't understand because in the morning the man comes and you tell him there is no god in the afternoon another man comes and you tell him there is god and now when this man came in the evening you did not even answer him in words you simply sat down in meditation i don't understand your answers please help me please explain me and buddha smiled and said ananda the man who came in the morning and the man who came in the afternoon they just wanted to know they were not seekers but the third man who came in the evening he was a seeker and i am looking for seekers 
and not believers because a believer is not willing to do anything on his own he wants the other person to chew but then by if i chew for you how come your stomach is going to fill up but a believer never wants to do anything on his own and so i am not looking for believers i am looking for seekers and so you all should not just believe but seek the truth through your own experiences through your own efforts and your efforts will fructify only when you go beyond logic because it is only when you go beyond logic that you can discover the oasis of true love you can discover the oasis of the ultimate truth the ultimate god consciousness meditate